Welcome to the Educational Leadership Moment, where you'll gain valuable insights on research-based and experientially learned educational leadership principles and best practices that promote student success. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your host. With my extensive experience as a classroom teacher, school administrator, and central office staff member, I'm dedicated to sharing effective strategies to ensure student achievement. So, grab your favorite beverage, a pen or a pencil, and a notepad, and get ready to take notes. And if you find this moment valuable, and I am confident that you will, please like, subscribe, and share with your colleagues, friends, and family. Thank you for joining me on the Educational Leadership Moment. Now, get ready to take your educational leadership to the next level. And remember, when students are led well, they learn well. Welcome to the More Leadership Moment. I'm your leadership guide, Dr. Kim Moore. The More Leadership Moment equips aspiring leaders to expand their influence, guides emerging leaders to lead with confidence, and coaches accomplished leaders to achieve significance. If you're an aspiring, emerging, or accomplished leader, the More Leadership Moment is for you. During this week's moment, we will discuss how to get the most out of your team by making them more creative. When I was working on my doctoral degree, several of my courses required us to complete group projects. I remember experiencing the highs and the lows of group projects. Now, before I go any further, I'd like to give you a disclaimer. You see, I am a type A person, especially when it comes to group projects. Quite frankly, I don't like group projects. Why? Because I want to make sure that whatever project that I turn in is of a high quality and that I receive a good grade on it. And when you have group projects and you don't have reliable people in your group, that may not always happen. Hence, my feelings toward group projects. So let me tell you about one particular course that I had to take. Normally, the professors would allow us to pick our own groups. <laughs> and so, you know what would happen? We pick the people that we're comfortable working with that we know will get the job done or that we like. Well, in this particular course, the professor assigned the team members. Since the course was online, our team was spread across the country and one member was in Africa. During our first planning meeting, we selected our topic and established an aggressive timeline. Now, 
I like to be the group leader because I want to make sure that we get everything done and get it done on time. So during the course of the meeting, I let everybody else speak. And then I, as we prepared to close, told them that I wanted to remind the team of the importance of sticking to the timeline. In fact, I said to them, if one team member didn't complete their task on time, it would adversely impact the team and our grade. Well, as you can imagine, one team member fell behind and didn't complete their part. As a result, I had to rewrite the entire paper because I was the last person to complete the part as far as them sending all the material to me. My job was to pull the paper together, to do all the edits, to check to make sure all the references were correct, and then submit the paper. And because the paper got to me late and it wasn't a very cohesive project, I ended up rewriting the entire paper. While we passed the course, it was not our best effort. And I learned a very important lesson from the experience. So what was the lesson that I learned? To build in recovery time. So let me ask you a question. Do you want to get the very most out of your team? Well, as leaders, we all do. However, sometimes in our quest to make it happen, we are tempted to put a lot of pressure on the team. Perhaps that means giving them unreasonable deadlines. Or maybe it means telling them that they need to complete a certain amount of work to get a reward. Whether you choose the carrot or stick, the assumption as a leader that you are making is that the team needs an external motivator to get the job done. The only problem with this approach is that it may not be right for your team. When you take this approach, you'll be limiting what your team can accomplish, shifting and stifling their creativity, and ultimately inhibiting achieving your goals. Here's why. If your objective is sheer numbers and quantity, then this approach may work in the short term. However, in the long run, most of us would agree that we value more creativity and intuition. This is what makes the difference between a good organization that manages to survive and a great organization that changes the world. The problem is that tight deadlines ruin creativity. One reason for this is that tight deadlines cause us to have a stress response. This response 
triggers the release of excitatory neurotransmitters and hormones that include adrenaline, neoprenephrine, and dopamine. While this gets us psyched up and helps us focus, that same focus makes it harder to be creative. You see, creativity occurs when our mind is free to wander and wonder. That way, we can explore different ideas in our brains. This is the process that helps us find new connections and recombine them in unique ways. We are thought to be at our most creative when we're engaging in mundane tasks like cleaning, showering, or walking. Many agree that a good idea is the recombination of two old ideas. Taking our time also gives us enough time to think about alternative ways of doing things. This has led to many studies demonstrating a simple correlation between procrastination and creative problem solving. Believe it or not, people who procrastinate also tend to be more effective at coming up with unique ideas. Now I know what you're thinking, because when I shared this same sentence with my husband, he made a face like this and was thinking, really, Kim? But research has shown that people who tend to procrastinate also tend to be more effective at coming up with unique ideas. Now that doesn't mean that you just procrastinate on everything. No, 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 because then you will fall behind. But a little procrastination gives you some time to think if you're working with unrealistic deadlines. So, if you want to become more creative and have a more creative team, cut them some slack. You could even take a leaf out of Google's book and provide your team with downtime to allow them to come up with their own projects and ideas. So, here's this week's question for your reflection. Are you getting the most out of your team? Our quote for this week's More Leadership Moment is, the most talented and creative people can't be forced to work. This is your leadership guide, Dr. Kim Moore. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to this educational leadership moment. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to my moments on your favorite platform to receive notifications when we release new moments. Also, don't forget to check out our past moments, which are available for free on all major platforms. In these timeless episodes, we cover a range of topics related to educational leadership that are just as relevant today as when they were first released. 
to learn more about improving student success, please visit my website at kimdmore.com. There are resources and information for you, your team, and your organization. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your educational leadership guide, and I believe that when students are led well, they learn well. Have a blessed day.